Uh, good morning, Bill. Um, the uh, trade deadline's in a week. Uh, I know you've mentioned it's uh, uh, certainly an unusual year with player movement, but uh, how do you view uh, approaching the trade deadline, and have you noticed any more movement in the last you know, few days or whatever? Uh, yeah, Ben, that's something that, uh, you know, I'll check in on with Nick um, here this week. But, you know, I, I usually don't get too involved in that. That's uh, something that, you know, communication on that really goes uh, through the personnel department and uh, with, with Nick and, and his staff. Um, I'll say generally speaking, the coaches are pretty involved in their um, game preparations uh, at this point in time until – you know, something becomes, um, uh, you know, more more of a realistic um, opportunity. Um, so well, we'll kind of see how that goes. I don't, you know, I really don't have a good sense on that one way or the other. Um, you know, I'm sure that there's there's some conversations out there how, um, you know, how how close that would or wouldn't be for us. I, I'm really not sure at this point. Uh, also wanted to ask you a quick question about Cam Newton. Um, it's been hard not to notice that his play has slipped ever since um, he came down with the virus and he's returned from it. Um, is there any concern that maybe he still is not completely recovered from the virus or still showing some effects of it or anything like that? No, I don't think so. I, I don't think there's any... Um, I mean, we would list that on the injury report if there was, but... I don't think he's had any symptoms the whole way. Next question, Mike Fiori, Paul Henry McKenna. Good morning, Bill. I, I was wondering what sort of impact you see on tape that Stefan Diggs is making on the on the Bills offense. Yeah, he's had a big impact. He's uh, I think really become the go-to uh, the go-to guy for him. Um, made a lot of a lot of big plays um, he's an excellent receiver gets good separation uh, very good hands really attacks the ball uh, catches in a crowd takes the ball away from from defenders has done that multiple times um, you know he's made big plays down the field catch and run plays in the red area uh, he's a uh, you know he's, he's an excellent player they've also talked quite a bit in Buffalo about sort of the the maturity and decision making from Josh Allen is that also evident to you on tape? It is. Yeah, I think that Josh is uh, does a good job of uh, going to some of his secondary uh, outlet receivers uh, based on you know the coverage where that takes him, and if you know if it's open, he'll throw it for sure. And if it isn't, then uh, he's I would say not as quick to you know to pull the ball down and run. He finds secondary receivers and outlets and checkdowns. And that kind of thing. Now he's still a dangerous runner. I'm not saying that, and he can run, and he does run. But um, I don't. I think he's become more more patient and uh, just has a better um, you know, does a better job of dealing with with outlet receivers in the coverage or secondary receivers in the in the pattern. Uh, you know that he did. And, you know, as he's gained experience, that's I think that's to be expected of. Uh, any good quarterback like that, so he can certainly make all the throws. He's got a great arm, and and he can run. He's athletic. He's hard to tackle. Uh, but I'd say his overall execution in the passing game is, you know, has improved, um, you know, over each of the last three years. Next question, Henry McKenna, followed by Doug Kai. 
Honoring the Ruthman. <laughs> Alright, we'll skip Henry and we'll go to Doug Kai. We'll come back to him. Hey, Bill. There was a report out there that Brandon Copeland had suffered a season-ending injury, and he sort of seemed to confirm that via Twitter. Um, what would the team lose uh, if, if Copeland was out for the year, and, and are you happy with the depth that you have otherwise at linebacker? Right. Well, we'll see how that goes. I think he's still. Uh, I talked to him yesterday, and he's still, you know, going through a little, you know, series of evaluations and tests and so forth, but. Yeah, Brandon's done, done a good job of giving us some versatility. You know, he's played for us on all four downs, um, you know, in the kicking game and, you know, some inside linebacker and outside linebacker. So, um, you know, he's an experienced player that, um, you know, and he's in our situation be hard to replace. We'll go back to Henry McKenna. No contact with Henry. Uh, we'll pause for anyone who wants to ask a question. Raise your hand now. Evan Lazar. Hey, Coach. Uh, just wanted to ask you about Chase and, and just what you've seen from him specifically uh, on first and second down uh, over the last couple games. Uh, well, uh, you know. Look, it's it's really all about team defense, and they, speaking for all of us, uh, you know, we've had some some good moments, and we've had some not so good ones. And you know, what we need is more consistency, and you know, that comes from everybody across the board. So, you know, Chase is a you know plays hard. He's, he's a great pursuit player. He's strong at the point of attack. He can defeat blockers and and can rush the passer, but you know, just collectively, we all have to be more consistent in our um, execution and of the defense and and uh, our fundamentals in the defense. And we've just you know, given up uh, you know, too many yards. Uh, however, it's come running game, passing game the last two weeks in those situations. And you know, we've just got to coach better and we got to play better. So and that's really say that about everybody in the defensive unit, including. Uh, all the defensive coaches and players and staff and everybody else. We just, uh, we just need to be better. Is there anything specifically that you can point to with Chase, though, that, that has led to his snaps kind of decreasing here over the last couple of weeks? No. No, I think he's you know, been the same player. Some of it's, you know, situational and game plan and, uh, you know, the way things worked out uh, in the last two games, but not – He's a good player for us, and he'll continue to play. Thanks, Coach. Next question, Matt Matur. Bill, uh, recognizing that this is not a this is not something that that would be your long term decision to make. Do you think it'd be better for the NFL to maybe keep the uh, the shorter IR period? Do you think that's been a positive for the league and positive for for roster management to be able to to kind of to use that to to have, be able to bring back multiple guys and to be able to do it over for a shorter period of time? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Again, that would be a, a decision at another, another level. Um, 
you know, it's like given the the lag time and being able to bring a player in and put them on your roster from what it's been in the past, uh, that the opportunity to move players in your system on or off the roster has, you know, been a, um, you know, has complemented the decision to, or the, the rules that, you know, prevent you from adding anybody outside your roster um, very quickly. So I think those two go hand in hand and they, you know, it's, it's working. We'll, I'm sure it'll be evaluated at the end of the year and, and we'll see what the, what the league and what the membership decide to do about that. Thank you, coach. Thanks everyone. Cam McCord will be next.